This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Hey everybody, it's Radio Techers live here, uh, post-Euro 2020. Uh, it's the Texas Gentleman, it's Matt, it's Mags. Italy have won it. This is this, this is what it is. Uh, we are uh, we are here now on the on our own Radio Techers channel, and uh, yeah, let's get it going. Welcome, one and all, to... That's uh, ra- I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. It. Great little video there. Welcome, one and all, to Radio Techers. Uh, we are uh, live here covering post-Euro 2020. What a game. Uh, gentlemen, Italy uh, edging out England barely, just just barely on penalties. <laughs> um, thoughts uh, here as we have, have closed Euro 2020. Uh, England obviously uh, got a. It's a bit of a sucker punch, I, I gotta imagine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for for me, and especially with uh, us, kind of uh, quickly again, this reputation of being biased. Italy deserved it. Italy uh, struggled in the first half. Uh, England couldn't capitalise enough to give themselves that two goal cushion. Uh, Mancini, um, who who hasn't, for me, got enough praise in redeveloping this uh, this Italian team. An Italian team that didn't qualify for the 2018 um, uh, World Cup. Let's just remember that. So, two, two or three years on, he has revitalised this Italy team. That second half, they came out with passion, drive, got the equaliser that they deserved. Possibly could have got on to win the game in normal time. Uh, and then we... Uh, we get to penalties, and the the dreaded curse lives on for England. Donnarumma was an absolute superstar, so big, uh, wasn't uh, t- 
too many of the England players tried to kind of uh, play with him, uh, uh, mentally play man games with him. He had none of it, saved two amazing penalties. Rashford um, uh, hit the post with one and Italy, uh, well-deserved winners. Saying all that, I am, as an England fan, an out-and-out dad in the wool England fan, I am proud of this England team. They mm. have uh, done phenomenally to get this far. Um, and the future of England is very, very, very bright. Mm. Indeed. Uh, Matt, your your feelings here as uh, as we're witnessing the Italians celebrating the the English fans uh, starting to some English fans filing out, but a lot of English fans staying in Wembley Stadium right now um, to to observe uh, kind of the happenings. Um. Yeah, as the first time I've experienced a football final for England in my lifetime, as as Mags as well. Um, it's I'd be lying if I said I wasn't devastated. Um, but at the same time, um, incredibly proud. Incredibly proud because when you think five years ago during the last Euros, uh, in, we were humbled by a gutsy Iceland team where the goalkeeper we had that day said, we better play fucking better than this against France, assuming we'd beat Iceland. Hmm. That goalkeeper never played for England again. His name was Joe Hart. Yeah. He actually played for Burnley for a little while until we replaced him. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit right now. I understand. I mean, it's got to be... Uh, it, it's a big moment, I'm, I'm sure, for, for both teams. And to um, cap it all off, Tanner, to cap it all off, Italy are the first team, as we've been told this, Italy are the first team to win the Euros and to win Eurovision in the same year. I mean, how greedy can they get? <laughs> I mean, that's history-making. Uh, right. But you've also got to remember that this England performance was history-making. We haven't been anywhere near a final for over 50 years. So this this team uh, had that that uh, men- mentality and had that bravery and that tenacity to get us to a final. We can't mm. say we can't praise them enough. Uh, yeah, they fell at the final hurdle. It happened. We were in but it. This, this this team will be together for the next few years, and they're going to get go on to be bigger and better. I am immensely proud of this England side, and they're going to galvanise stronger. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to have. The energy and the belief behind them that you get from um, from losing because winning is great, but it's losing what makes what makes you better because you well, learn and, from your mistakes. And, and let's not forget that I mean this this Euro uh, is being played in an off year, right? Yeah. Uh, the the World Cup is only next year, uh, mm-hmm. so I mean you're definitely going to have the same English team and the same Italian teams coming into next year's World Cup. Well, certainly similar, and, certainly yeah. Well, I mean at least very similar, yes. Um, and and that may be even more motivation for both headed in uh, to uh, next year's big games. I will say Qatar. one thing as well: we are assuming that both teams will qualify. Because bearing in mind, the qualification period is still in its infancy. Mm-hmm. So well, we could. So there's no guarantee that Italy or England will qualify. To be fair, they should. Assuming that they qualify, then they should. Mm-hmm. But we, but we really shouldn't give it an injustice to. We've seen the smaller teams 
doing incredibly well and be incredibly fighty during this European Championship, especially. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a message to everyone who writes off for little teams such as Andorra and teams like that. Let's not forget, of course, that I believe it was um, was Luxembourg. <laughs> Didn't they get a win in pre-season friendly? No, no, no. In a in a qualifier against Northern Ireland, wasn't it? I, I think so. Car- Carlos Kirkby is in the chat. Uh, says, well done to Italy. Uh, yes, indeed, well done. Uh, a tough game uh, played by, by both teams here. Um, uh, but but let's also not forget, I mean, Denmark was a very much a surprise story. Uh, they made it to the semis. Uh, uh, Spain as well. I, didn't, I, I personally didn't expect Spain to make it very far. Uh, gentlemen, were there any other teams that really surprised you here as the uh, the English team is looking on to uh, Italy celebrating? Germany. Me, G- Germany surprised you how? But how Bobby bad they were. Poor. How poor they were. <laughs> German teams don't fold like a deck chair on Margate Beach. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, from, and, and to face it, they needed a like They needed a a late equaliser against Hungary of all teams to qualify to get their ass kicked by us. Mm-hmm. And we did kick their backsides. I mean, to, to put a bit more of a positive spin on it, uh, I think uh, Switzerland uh, were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially uh, uh, Schick. He, he was was superb. Sabitzer was also superb for them. Um Wales as well were very very impressive in a very hard group to be able to come through uh, and 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 get into the knockouts, which is something that you would not expect a, a country of the size of Wales. So that was that was really well done. Uh, I, I think to be fair, and I've I've seen it uh, a lot on social media. Uh, PC Tony from uh, from Chairshot uh, said it quite recently. This has been an amazing tournament to watch. Uh, not only from from us uh, uh, having that English bias from Tanner and his uh, his mythical Italian roots, uh, but as from a neutral, this has been some great football. We've seen some uh, amazing games, some entertaining games, some nerve wracking games. It's been it's been fun to watch, and I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Even the matches where we struggled, the likes of uh, Scotland uh, and obviously this one. Um, it's been it's been a, a tournament for the ages. I mean, absolutely, and and I mean, uh, we could talk about uh, England's journey. We could talk about Italy's journey. Uh, both ha- actually had to go through a lot to get to this point in the tournament. Um, I, I, I quite frankly here, um, I'm I'm actually somewhat surprised about uh, one team, and that's that's Holland being dumped out as early as they were. Mm-hmm. Um, a moment of madness from Delit, basically ensured that uh, uh, you know they were not going to advance very far into this tournament but you also have to wonder you know I mean uh, you know the influence of Virgil van Dijk not being there in that Dutch team uh, I mean could he have made a difference uh, you know headed into uh, uh, the, the euros um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah the, the issue with that Dutch team is that it is so young mm-hmm. there's so many young talents there who in four years, will be world beaters. But mm-hmm. right now, this maybe this was a just one tournament too soon for them. Mm-hmm. A bit like how the World Cup in 2018, we, it was a young England team 
a prime mm. example. And I felt at that tournament we overachieved. Yeah. Um, in this tournament, we've been consistently knocking it out of the park. We've been put, tons of performances. We've been working really hard. Now, the next progression, obviously, is to win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, I mean, anyone looking at this tournament says, "Well, England got there luckily because they had an easy route to the final." You got to win your games. I mean, England won their group, <laughs> right? Yeah, England won their group. They didn't finish third in their group and get a lucky buy through to the next round, sort of thing. They won their group, and all the teams yeah. that won their groups deserve to. I mean, Italy won their group. We won our group. We the, the two best teams were in the final this year. That's um, without a doubt. That's <clears throat> absolutely without a doubt. Italy uh, were amazing in the group games. Kind of fun. Oh, this is just a little thing, bit. Okay. Uh, whereas we uh, we battled our way through the, the the groups and and started to do much much better in the in the knockouts. Uh, the, you're right. The best two teams made it to the final. Mm. Um, and here we see uh, Chiellini. He he's uh, walking with the trophy over to his team. I've turned it off. <laughs> I've turned it off. I'm uh, not bitter at all. Yeah, Chiellini has lifted the trophy for the Italians. Um, gentlemen, what could England have done different uh, for for the result to um, to have gone their way today? Okay, so um, for, for me, I have been I've been critical of Gareth Southgate uh, all all the way through this tournament. I think he's been incredibly conservative with his uh, with his uh, side selection. He has uh, he's left players on the bench when they potentially should have started. The likes of Grealish, the likes of Sancho, uh, the the likes of Sacco, who've had amazing seasons and could have been uh, could have been uh, difference makers. But every single game. He got it exactly right. We got the victories that we needed. We got the performances that we needed. I think in this this game, those uh, conservative decisions came back to haunt him. He didn't make enough substitutions in normal time. He didn't make enough substitutions in uh, extra time. Having three young players like Rashford, Sancho and Saka be uh, penalty takers, it was a, a wrong decision we could have done with some uh, some uh, more established, uh, more um, uh, calmer heads doing that. But again, it, this is all semantics. This is all kind of a um, critiquing after the fact. The the truth is uh, Southgate has, has made a believer out of me. Uh, I believe that he may still be the right man for England. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how he will take this team into uh, the World Cup next year. Matt. So you're not, you're, not calling, you're not calling for his sacking then, Max? I'm certainly not calling for him to be Sir Gareth Southgate, but I'm, I'm, I, I don't see anybody who uh, can build on this team quite like uh, Southgate can. He just needs to be less conservative. He needs to realise that we, as a, as a country... Are a threat rather than uh, are, playing, yeah. yeah. Rather than uh, uh, putting uh, formations and tactics uh, to uh, combat who we're going against, we should be the one taking the impetus, and that's where we have fell down a little bit. Uh, the only game we really kind of took the impetus was against the Ukraine, 
even when we beat Germany handily, Germany had long periods of, of possession and long periods of control in the game. And in this one, Italy controlled a lot of the first half and dominated the second half. That's an issue we need, especially with the midfield uh, talents that we've got. We need to be controlling games. Uh, and I think that's something that Southgate uh, needs to be building upon. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that for sure. And also, if, you look, if you're watching along with us, of course, welcome, of course, to the Radio Taker channel. And don't forget to pop in the comments live. So a we, like. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Like, like share, and subscribe, of course. And, of course, subscribe to Radio Takers on Twitter. And also let us know what your thoughts have been about this entire tournament as well whilst on the air. Yeah, we, we, yes, I mean, and... we would love to hear from you guys and, and know what you think. And uh, like I said, I mean, we're we're here on our own channel now. Uh, I mean, this is our first uh, Radio yep. Tackers venture uh, outside yep. of shooting the sports-ish. Yep. So give come, us a subscribe. Come on in, sit down, kick your feet up, don't make a mess. Um, <laughs> but, we're, but we're here, but, you know, you're part of the family here, guys. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're just having a short chat here post-game um, here as uh, Italy are celebrating. Um are there players in the England squad uh, or the the Italy squad, for that matter, who uh, uh, I mean, you're looking forward to seeing this time next year at the World Cup? Saka, Saka, he's going to be he's, this is going to internalize inside him, and he is going to be an absolute beast for Arsenal this this season, and I mean, then going I- forward to the World Cup next year, he is going to be. He's going to be absolutely red hot. Him, I mean, Stancho, Grealish, my word, that's a that's a that's a, that's a frightening lineup. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's hard to overlook someone like uh, Luke Shaw as well. Um, oh yes, uh, as much focus as you can put on the attacking lineup, Luke Shaw has been. Uh, outstanding this tournament. Uh, it's not often that you get a player of his age having a breakout tournament, but this for me was his breakout tournament. He was uh, he was stunning in more than one position. I mean, this is a this is a back three slash four slash five that Southgate uh, put in, and players played in multiple positions all the way through it. Uh, Shaw, and then to a lesser extent Trippier, and uh, and then even Kyle Walker have been outstanding. Uh, Maguire and Stones have been rock solid. Uh, even Jordan Pickford has been brave. He's been confident. He's been calming. Um, there's a lot to be proud of in this England side. Uh, obviously, there is still issues. We didn't win comfortably. We were very nervous. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to look forward to and think this is something we can we can certainly build on. Tanner, have you Tanner, I know that you didn't have a dog in the fight in this tournament at mm. all. But you were so, but were you sort of thoroughly supporting England at all in this or not really? I, I mean absolutely because I mean you guys obviously being English, I wanted to see that victory, you know, for for you. I wanted to see that elation and I know how much uh this tournament being Mostly in England for England's own sake. I mean, them playing on their home ground. Um, I mean, that's that's a big moment, and I can only I can't even really imagine as a, as an American what that would feel like having the World Cup and being in the final, or 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 not even the World Cup, but like any other tournament of that magnitude and being on your home soil. Um, at this year's Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played. Uh, the Super Bowl at home, um, I mean, that pales in comparison to you being in the in a European Cup final at home. 
I mean, that's that's a huge moment for England, and and it's progression, think, a massive progression yeah. for sure. Yeah, and and I think that in, in all honesty, um, I I think that adds more firepower to this England team, and, and the fact that they got this far. Yes, they didn't make the final hurdle, but they they will want to drive that much harder going into next year's World Cup in Qatar. Absolutely, will. I ask you that because I want to know: Have you forgiven Jordan Pickford yet? Have I forgiven Jordan Pickford? Um, Virgil Van Dijk <laughs> forgiven him. So have you forgiven him? I, I mean, I'll I'll say this: Jordan Pickford had performed super admirably throughout the tournament um, and, and even through today's final. You can't put the penalties loss on Jordan Pickford at no. all whatsoever. No, he, um, he he saved two penalties and he he, he yeah. did great saves as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, you don't stop Jorginho. He yeah. stopped Jorginho. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a Pickford played very, very well, um, and I, I think that he was even a, a calming presence at times. Um, you know, as as much as he tends to be um, a little bit reckless here and there, but mm-hmm. um, I think I think the difference that was made today is Italy has. For for all intents and purposes, Mags talked about how how aged they are. Uh, this England, this uh, Italy defense has aged like a fine wine. It seems this partnership between Chiellini and Bonucci, they've been playing together for years and years and years. I think that they just had that kind of mentality and brought that Italian DNA of <laughs> we're gonna fight tooth and nail no matter what here in this final. And uh, they they just barely edged out the English to uh, to lift the trophy today. The steel, it's the steel that you mentioned in in the, in the live stream. Uh, the steel in uh, Benucci and in in Chiellina. Yeah, they both got bookings, but they took those bookings knowing that they were stopping uh, uh, goal scoring chances, as uh, uh, experienced defenders would would do. Um, Italy were outstanding. I, there's, there's no kind of sugarcoat in that fact. Um, the first half, they made the changes necessary to uh, to combat England, knowing that England out outperformed them, even though Italy had uh, way more of the ball than than England did. They made the changes that, that needed to happen. They brought on uh, players at the right time uh, who who made uh, big impacts, uh, and the the goal. Uh, it, it, it was always coming with with, uh, with England in that second half. Uh, I'm actually surprised that Italy didn't win it in in normal time because they were dominant in that second in that second period. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah. and I'm going to keep reiterating it, I am proud of this England squad to, because they they did so well. And this performance wasn't just lost here in this one game. They they performed well against uh, Denmark. They performed really well against Ukraine, Germany. We've had a we've we've had a murderous row of teams to beat, and we've we've took each team and took each game uh, and and met them head on. It's just unfortunately it was one game too many for England at this time uh, and Italy uh, with that experience and. That kind of steal, as you as you kept reiterating, that that's what won the game for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You look at the teams we played. We played Croatia. We played Scotland, the Czech Republic, Germany, Ukraine, Denmark, Italy. They are the who's who of European football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I think you're a who's who. Um, I first time I do this as well. For my first time doing this, um, Conor McCabe in the chat just wanted to pop in and say thank you for opening my eyes to the wider <laughs> game of football. I have become a big fan of the game thanks to you all. You're very welcome, Connor. Yeah, it's my first time doing that. I like that. <laughs> it is quite fun. It is uh, quite fun. Yeah. 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 It's um. Yeah. I mean, this has been a, an amazing tournament. I think for for all who have participated. I mean, the the highs and lows. I mean, the tournament opened with Italy uh, beating Turkey. Um, I mean, the um, the the incident with uh, uh, Christian Eriksen, which will be yes. unforgettable for quite some time. Thankfully, um, thankfully, it all turned out all right in the end. Thank goodness. Absolutely. I mean, and, and that I, I mean, one could argue that that spurred on the fairy tale that was Denmark's run through the tournament. I mean, um, I, I, I don't even think it's an argument, Tanner. I think uh, without uh, right Chris Harrison's, um, um injury, that that Denmark team may have not even made it out of the groups, mm. uh, but that gave them something to fight for, uh, and they became a tough, tough opponent. Mm-hmm. They'd be the team of an eighties montage in the in the Hollywood film at the Euros for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we we should be we should probably go, we should probably at some point go through our team of the of the tournament, but we can't really go through that like that because it is just Italy because they are the champions and they have been <laughs> I mean, superb throughout. But who who's been your standout players in general, guys? Pick three max. Okay, so for me, I think there's been one player who's been head and shoulders above everybody uh, and that's Pedri uh, for someone so young this guy uh, absolutely ran the the game for Spain he covered the most distance of any player in the in the whole tournament uh, both uh, just in 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 uh, the case of just running but also with possession he had he carried the ball seven kilometers more than his his nearest competitor um, he also had the most key passes by almost double the next uh the next player um and then he had the more solo runs into into the, the attacking third by nine total more so pedri has been absolutely outstanding and if there's been one player who's been at pedri's heels it's been raheem sterling uh second in solo runs um second in uh, solo runs into the attacking third um I think he was uh he was top in successful dribbles about with 18 um, he uh, covered um, 248 total sprints. Uh, he, I think he was third in the amount of distance covered. So for me, those two have been absolutely standout, even though I've given uh, Sterling lots of grief over this tournament. You have. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he, Mags pointed out uh, you know, that uh, Pet- Pedri's been an amazing player. And I mean, any team would be lucky to have him. Of course, he'll be going back to Barcelona. Uh, for for preseason training here very soon, uh, I mean you got to also look at uh, uh, Jorginho. Uh, he had the most distance covered of any player in this tournament. Um, so I mean that's been amazing uh, for for him. Uh, I would even say Genie Vinaldum for uh, for Holland. Mm-hmm. I mean he was involved in pretty much everything that uh, that that Holland did. Uh, so I mean, uh, got to give him props as well. He'll be headed to PSG here for uh, for his preseason training, and uh, yeah, I mean uh, those two would be the first ones that come to my mind. Um, I mean, how could you, of course, deny somebody like Ronaldo or or Patrick Schick for that matter, who himself he had a bit of a breakout tournament? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I would say that, uh, I mean, there's definitely been some impressive players. I mean, Luke Shaw, Hoybier. He's my pick. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Luke Shaw's my pick. Uh, Joachim Mahler for, for Denmark, has been, he was absolutely mm-hmm. outstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke Shaw, I mean, look at he's got like nine tackles, 21 recoveries, eight clearances, one block. Uh, top speed he reached was 31 kilometers an hour. Uh, he covered 62.7 kilometers during the tournament. That's wow. insane in six That's games. Numbers. That is numbers. And he also um, scored one goal more than the Scots did. Well, there you go. Um, Apologies yeah. to any Scottish viewers. I'm sorry, but Matt of Scott, Matt of, Matt, Matt of Matt of Scottish who have terminated. Well, we got a point off England. Like, it was your first point you've scored since nineteen ninety six. Yes, congratulations. You also went out. It means nothing. So, so um, I'd like to pause. Who has been the letdown of the tournament? Who uh, who has flattered to deceive? I've got this one. It's quite easy. Mbappe. Yeah, that's a second for me. Um, Mbappe. Mbappe. This was his his tournament. This was the tournament where he was going to light up the world stage and he had a woeful tournament. It's not even close. No, I don't believe it is. Unless 17 shots, none on target, no goals. And missed the and went last in the penalty shootout, so he could have a moment of glory and then fluffed his lines anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could definitely square it on Mbappe. I mean, he's I definitely he's definitely a young guy who I mean, he definitely uh, he carries a lot of the weight of France on his shoulders. Um, but I mean, uh, this was also Cristiano Ronaldo is one of his last chances to make a big impact on a major tournament. Uh, but he's won being... trophies. Hold he's on, won hold on. You've had your chance. Uh, but he, 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 I shall mute myself. He, uh, he, he definitely put up uh, some some big numbers here and dragged the Portugal side uh, to uh, you know at least to getting some good results here. They are the defending champions, so you have to wonder, you know, where was Portugal in in trying to further advance the progress that they've been making uh, for the last four years? Um, I, mean, I would to, also to say. Count- to counter that, um, I would say that this is a this is an age Portugal sad. Yeah. yeah. The, the 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 star in that team after Ronaldo this is Ronaldo's last tournament, I feel. He may play in Qatar, but I think this is his last Euros for sure. Yeah, I, I, he's definitely going to pass down the baton. I mean, and again, I, I'd hate to reiterate it, but I'd also say the Dutch were a huge disappointment. I think that they had a really strong squad, even without Virgil van Dijk headed into this tournament. And, uh, and yet they flattered to deceive here. And I think that honestly comes down to, yes, De Litt made a mistake uh, that forced a red card. But it's also on management as well. I, I, they they have gone through periods where they change up their manager every you know couple of years, uh, and, and and it's not that lack of consistency does not help uh, with you know progress for for the Dutch, in my opinion. That's fair. I, I, I see no issue with that one, uh, and and to rubber stamp that, they they let their manager go. Before the tournament was even finished, as yep. soon as their their exit from the tournament was announced, um, he's gone. The manager was like, "Go, oh, yeah." Uh, any final notes here as uh, we we wrap up Euro twenty twenty, gentlemen? Um, 
I'd like to say um, everybody who attended any of the games across the whole of Europe, um, I hope you enjoyed it because it's the mm-hmm. last time it's going to happen because UEFA have said it's not going to happen again. Mm. See, I, so, I, I, I like the format. We'll, I like we'll the see if COVID-20 allows for that. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, just one final question here before we head on out. Uh, last night, Argentina won Copa America. Uh, today, Italy wins uh, the the Euros. Will these two be the two favorites headed into the World Cup next year? No. Mm. Because Messi Ooh. will not be in that team next year. Mm. Interesting. Really? Hmm. I, I well, think he... he shouldn't be anyway. Mad. He's, I'm, I'm nading Messi to my, my Tiago Hill at this point. Oh, good lord, here we go. Um, <laughs> no, I think if you win a tournament with a year before uh, a, another tournament, you've got to be down as, as favourites. I think England will be up there as well as as, as uh, among the high-ranked uh, um, teams. But, yeah, if you if you win um, the Euros, um, you have to be still as favourites. And, and Argentina... Um, performed really, really admir- admirable. Um, so yes, I, I would pin them as to the two, two of the biggest favorites for the upcoming World Cup. Excellent. Well, guys, we thank you for all the coverage. I mean, we've been working really hard this Euros. Uh, big thanks, obviously, to Matt and Mags both for holding down the ship on Radio Techers when I haven't been around on the Shooting the Sports Ish page. But now. Here we are. We are here on our own channel, on YouTube, on Twitch. So if you've loved what you've been seeing over on Tune the Sports-ish, come and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Give us a thumbs up. And, uh, yeah, we'll be bringing you more content uh, next week. So uh, for uh, for Mags and for Matt, I am, of course, Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman. Y'all take care, and we'll see you again very, very soon. We're out. Bobbity-boopity. Bobbity-boopity. <laughs>